Alex, this episode is brought to you by Daily Harvest. Okay, how often do you crave a healthy meal or snack, but then time gets in the way or you don't have the ingredients you need, so you end up reaching for whatever you have lying around? Constantly, right? (laughs) If you're like us, then the answer is too often. But with the help of Daily Harvest, a fresh, healthy option is always within reach. I love Daily Harvest. They deliver fresh meal and snack options built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. And in just minutes, you can have a fresh smoothie or flavorful harvest bowl ready to eat. Daily Harvest never uses additives, added sugar, or artificial anything in their products. And it is so convenient because everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. Eating good has never been easier. No, and it's always just high quality, clean ingredients. Daily Harvest makes it easy to feel good about what we're doing for ourselves and for the planet. Go to dailyharvest.com slash chatty to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash chatty for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash chatty. Welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Cheers! Cheers! Pop the champagne! (laughs) I'm like, I got a a nice... 11 a.m. A nice glass of peppermint tea. Look at your beautiful Fable mug. Isn't it nice? Yeah. I only use Fable now. We're starting this off with an ad, an unsponsored ad. Bronze, You're welcome. It's 2022. Yeah. I know that we had the re-release on Tuesday, but you know. <gasps> oh my God. Okay, sorry. Keep going. I just got excited about an idea I had to keep going. Oh my gosh. Tell me. Well, what did you do for New Year's, first of all? Mm, absolutely nothing. No one did anything this year, at least in Los Angeles. I haven't talked to a single person who's done anything. Well, I think a lot of people were all just kind of in their cave trying to dodge, to dodge because literally everyone is ill. I know. Everyone's fucking everyone's Everyone's sick. sick. And I've gone to a couple like casual gatherings and like there was, we were like the only people there and, and, and it wasn't even... Yeah, just everyone. Oh, well, they had COVID. Like, for real, for real. Like, I saw one of those memes that said uh, it was of Neo, the Matrix meme. And he's like, everyone who has never had COVID for the past, like, two years. And it's like dodging all of these things. Dude, I was just thinking because I haven't had COVID. And I'm like, wait, is my time about to come? I haven't had it either. None of us have. Neither of Uh -uh. our our families haven't. We haven't. My brother got it. Oh, your brother did? Okay. Yeah. But you're, but, but, but you and Gray and the kiddos nope. have it. Yeah. Evan and I, I'm knocking on wood right now as we speak. So that's what I feel. I feel this like ominous looming of like, I know it's right around the corner. It just has to be because again, literally everyone I know in Los Angeles has it. I think yeah. it's the same way in New York too. Yeah. Like everybody has it. And we work with a lot of people from New York. So it's like, everyone's like, sorry, can't do the Zoom <laughs> call today. We have COVID. And might catch it through the phone. Yeah. And I've been literally inside doing nothing for the past two weeks while well, doing things, but I've just been inside and I still have been taking like daily rapid tests. Oh, have you? Because I'm just like, I know it's, it's just uh, the Omicron <laughs> is ominous. I should and probably so get some I've rapid been... tests because anytime like Gray's like, I have a headache. And then he's like, I, there's no rapid tests anywhere. There's none. I happen to get a, a, a decent chunk like right before everything hit so i've been passing them out like i'm like the jesus Damn, you yeah. should be upcharging bitch you're like 50 bucks my soft heart you're like <laughs> 15 like i'll deliver it to you 75 so give me to my family and i'm just like 
Uh, someone texts you like do you have any you're like yeah fifty dollars and then they yeah. don't get back to you and then you're like sorry Highest price has spinner. gone up eighty dollars <laughs> that's what oh i feel God. like i feel like a rapid test dealer at this point just because i have a few and they're unavailable everywhere which is insane by the and way and now this is like the mask thing again because like um like companies like roman are like now is offering rapid tests oh buy. yeah like all companies are like and by the way rapid tests. i think roman is one of the the few that delivers really quickly right now oh, really yeah that's what i saw i saw someone Damn. posting being like you can get yours in like three to five days from roman versus like two weeks for all the other ones Fucking cr- yeah that's of no that's of no use no wait so what'd you do at home though did you do any like were you manifesting anything i was you- i was yeah tell me what you did yeah so i think well the few days leading up to it i was just in a space where i was just i'm just excited Good for you. I'm excited for this year. And I was seeing everyone posting about go fuck yourself with the resolutions and da 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 da. Like, Ew, I'm glad I was offline. I would have been furious. <laughs> no, but I get it though. Because yeah. it's like everyone's so tired. Yeah. We're all just beat up. This it's is like, a chance for a new year. Come on, people. But I felt but yeah. I felt I felt that way last year when yeah. I was seeing everybody post their oh, resolutions. Yeah. I was like, you can all go to hell because I am sleepy. So I think it's just person to person every sure. single year are you like hi hey i'm just trying to take my next step yeah. tomorrow yeah then do that don't worry but about the resolution cr- come on guys encouragement if you don't want to do resolution that's fine but i'm lift up your <laughs> brothers and sisters <laughs> in their resolutions but i'm normally not a resolution person yeah it's not ever been my thing so it's not so much of this like feeling of like it's a resolution it's more like there's just something in my body right now Maybe it's my 33rd year. Maybe it's that I've hit my Jesus year mm. and I'm having this like life resurgence. Mm-hmm. But the idea of how quickly time passes and you and I were kind of in this zone for a few months where we were like talking about how scary time is. And I was telling you about how scared I am of like when it's all gone. Mm. And I all of a sudden kind of had this moment a couple weeks ago where I was like, I need to enjoy every moment or try to. Yeah. And I know that that's unrealistic, but I felt this surge in my body where I was just like, I, this year it's, I'm, it's going to be my year. I'm going to make this a year that is worth, that is a memorable year. Even if the memories are tough, I want to make this a memorable year in some way. So even if that means I make a shit ton of mistakes and take a bunch of risks and they all You're still going to be doing something. I want to do something. I'm ready to do, do, do. Life is worth living. Life is worth living. (laughs) Carpe diem. We're getting carpe diem tattoos right after this, guys. You know that Evan used to know this guy that had this huge tattoo on his chest that said carpe nocturne, which means seize the night. Because <laughs> he loved to party. Yeah. And let me make something very clear. Once it is safe again, I will be carpe dieming and carpe nocturning. I'm going to be seizing the day and the night because your girl is ready to party where are the day parties at i'll be there and i'll be in bed at 10 30 because i'm trying to get some more fucking sleep you hit that you hit that uh that day and i'll hit that evening but um yeah so so the few days leading up to it i was just feeling really like contemplative and so i was doing a lot of journaling and a lot of just like reading which i had in a minute and I just felt like I was I was trying to spend intentional time with Ember. I feel like I've been kind of caught up and just sitting there, but not like 
really absorbing her at this age. And I was like trying to just be so intentional about everything. And so I felt on New Year's Eve, I went to bed before the ball. I, I went to bed early, but I don't know. Evan and I just had like really good conversations, had a glass of champagne, fell asleep cuddling. And it was just kind of... I don't know. And then we woke up the next morning and I would just, we took a walk on the beach Lovely. and like, and, 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 uh, the tide was like so low. So like there was all these tide pools just walking and I was like, mm. I'm feeling the sand on my feet and it's chilly. And I was just trying to enjoy all the things instead of being just caught up in my own shit. Cause that's a lot of times how I'm wired. So we'll see if it lasts for more than a week, but feeling good right now. <laughs> Mm-mm, I think it's gonna last. Feeling good. What about you? What was your New Year's? Oh my like? god! I we were at Gray's parents, and I fell asleep putting Ruth to bed at eight. But then I woke up at eleven, like so disoriented and like wide awake, and I was like, because you know, I was like, whatever. If I fall, sometimes I do that. Oh my god! Recently, I did that. I fell asleep at like seven thirty, and I slept until seven. Like, ugh, <sighs> I need my sleep. <sighs> Sweet, sweet sleep. I've been having such a hard time lately with my sleep. Oh, my kids no. are just. I know you. They've been rough. They're just demons. And <laughs> actually, when I get back on Instagram, we will be auctioning them all <laughs> on IG Live on January twenty second. And so, that's so be just good. mark your calendar and yeah. save the date. But um, yeah, you've been telling me it's been. <sighs> I'm okay. I'm okay. But I fell asleep at eight, woke up at 11, totally disoriented. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get out of bed. And then you look at the clock, right? And you're like, it's 11. The last time I remember feeling that way so intensely was when I was on The Bachelor and we were on this like river cruise boat in Paris. And I went to bed and I woke up and I was like, mm, I think I woke up early. Like it's probably like 5.30 or 6. And we, I didn't have a phone and I didn't have a clock in my room. So I had to walk out to like the concierge. Yeah. And I'm like, what time is it? And they're like, 10 mm, 30 p.m. And I was like, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> that's a horrible feeling. Horrible. And I literally, sp- I, I was, I it's was horrible. ready for the day. And like, there's this part of you that thinks, oh, it's going to be great because then I can just fall back asleep and get so much sleep. But then you just, you can't no. fall back asleep. I read all of Memoirs of a Geisha until six o'clock in the morning and then promptly fell asleep at 6 a.m. Yeah. And then you get like, what, Woken an hour up and for a half like of at sleep. eight, like time for your group date. It's like, <laughs> hell. It's like, hello, Ari. Anyway. That's the thing. Bonjour, it's like when you're Ari. sick. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> okay. Anyway. No, but that's like when you're sick. Oh, yeah. We, ta- we talked about that the other day where it's like when you're sick and there is no time and space and you just, you think you like, you're just trying to sleep in hopes that the next day will bring health, health and wealth. And then you fall asleep and then you wake up, up and it's hell. midnight and you're just like. And you wake up to hell and unwell. Yes. And hell and unwell at midnight and you're oh, just like, great. God. And then you're just like staring into the darkness and just. The it, abyss. And you try to turn on a show and then it just doesn't feel right and it's just too quiet. Oh, I hate that feeling so much. No, but I do. The nice thing was I woke up at 11 and everyone else was like still kind of awake and they had rocking New Year's Eve going on with Miley. Ooh, and my mother-in-law and was Davidson. like, Miley's rocking it up there. <laughs> Did you see her outfit? Um, yeah, and Pete. Okay. The, the, we'll save that. But I need, I have words about this Pete Davidson era that's going this on. This Pete Davidson And I'm character. over it. You're over Pete Davidson. No, I'm over. It's not Pete Davidson. I'm over this like, like, oh, 
like mainstream pop culture is like into Pete and like Travis Barker right now. Like it's like <sighs> yeah. annoying. The Pete, the Pete Davidson era doesn't bother me so much. <sighs> the uh, MGK era is bugging. Well, yes. it's bugging me. But also some of the, the sketches that were like not funny at all. I didn't watch it. I was asleep. Now you I did. <laughs> I did send you the next day broads. Let us know if you saw this in real time because if oh, I would have seen this, my God, in real time, I would have been screaming with pure joy watching this unraveling on live oh, television. Oh my God! So uh, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper were doing their like New Year's. I think the ball drop in New York. Maybe I don't know. They had it in New York and Florida. What I don't know where they were. <laughs> But Andy Cohen, he, tech, he tweeted about it the next day. Apparently, he yes. He's like, well, I was a little overserved last night. He was drinking. And Andy Cohen, towards the end, went off. He was like messy, like a little messy drunk. So messy. I was, uh, I was living was for it. Incredible. He was like, I have 10 more minutes on this platform, so I have some things to say. And he was going off. About, about the mayor? About Mayor de Blasio. He was going Which off about Mark Zuckerberg. Said, oh, yeah. Stop he was just like you're getting in our brains he was going off about like mark zuckerberg taking over and then going off he's like the only thing he's like stop stop it like as the camera the only thing is mayor de blasio sucks (laughs) if i have to watch one more day of him and he was going off it's one of the comments that he went off on the mayor last year too so fucking dude so legendary and then and then anderson cooper is next to him going like please andy please andy stop anderson cooper's trying to hold it together please stop please stop i was laughing so hard i was seeing people comment too i guess they're both gemini i know they're one day apart yeah they're like they're one day apart they're gemini's and they're like these are the two different sides of gemini like anderson's like you know in this composed moment and he's like please let's not talk about that and andy's just going off and like living his freedom it was incredible. I can't believe I missed that. I wish I would have been watching that live because I just would have been like, everyone stop what you're doing and tune in now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tune in now. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It was oh my God. so good. Yeah. No, didn't see that. I wish I had. But then um, uh, then it was actually really nice. We were just with Gray and his mom and his brother. And um, we did, which I'm going to do for you right now because I just thought of it. We did tarot where I made this up. Where I was like, you're going to pick a card and that's going to be 2021. And then your other card's going to be 2022. Oh my God, I love And tarot never fails, never fails to impress. Like it was kind of on point for everyone. Mine made me a little nervous. I got oh God, the, um, actually both of mine were eights and I meant to look up like numerology of the number eight, which because I thought that was interesting. But my... My 2021 one was on point. My 2022 one was like the eight of cups. And it's like the the image is like these cups are like overturned and there's like a mountains in the distance and like and this man with a cloak is like walking away from these cups. And um, don't worry, guys, I'm not going to quit the podcast. But um, <laughs> it was like the meaning of it is sort of like you have all of this stuff, but like you have, you have the, or not even necessarily stuff, but you have like this thing that's big, like, uh, and 
people would be confused as to why you would like leave it behind. But you've like, it's like about entering isolation and like stepping away from something. The example in like the reading we were reading online was like about a relationship and like people would be like, why would you leave the relationship? But like you have to go off on your own and like venture into new territory of like exploration and stuff. And um, I was like, the, the immediately I was like, no, nah, the relationship doesn't, doesn't resonate. But what immediately I thought came to mind was like career stuff. And, uh, and I don't have any, my problem is I actually try to like over plan. I'm like, oh, maybe if like in this time period, but I shouldn't, I know that I shouldn't do that just for myself. I need to just like go with the flow and let my intuition guide me and where I need to go next. But it just made me a little nervous because I'm like, holy fuck, like what if in the middle of the year or something, I'm like, I'm done with Instagram or like I'm done with entertainment or like, and I'm, and what if that's just calling in me to be like, I'm done for right now. Like, and the thought of, the th- it made it made me a little anxious to have the unknowns of like what if I feel like a serious calling to like go in a certain direction is a little nerve wracking. But I'm just letting it be. Well, <clears throat> I do feel like that feels appropriate for yeah. some decisions that we've also made. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. What decisions? I I sure don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Can we take a quick break? Let's take a quick break and then maybe we can can chat. Chat about some some decisions. Oh, and then I'm going to do your tarot. I am very excited. And I'm going to read the meanings from Googling it. I'm very excited. When you pick your cards. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Okay, broads. So... Speaking of resolutions, okay, I know I'm, you know, now I'm living by the resolutions. (laughs) Um, This year, one of them that I made was to incorporate more fresh whole foods, veggies, and fruit into my life. This is one of my resolutions, okay? Health. Uh, Normally, that would sound daunting and like a lot of work, especially for me, but with Daily Harvest, it couldn't be easier. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your front door. And the best part is everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. I love that. Instead of having food rot in my veggie drawers. Yes. Daily Harvest has tons of options for every meal. For breakfast, you could try one of their oat bowls or smoothies. For lunch, I love to have one of the crispy flatbreads. So bomb. And for dinner, their soups and harvest bowls always do the trick. And if you have just a few minutes, then you have time to whip up something fresh, delicious, and healthy with Daily Harvest. It couldn't be easier. I'm obsessed. I am currently loving the um the soup options Ooh, so good uh it rained for almost a week straight in los angeles so i was in full cozy mode it's been so nice um i think i had the sweet potato miso soup almost every single day for lunch uh it was so filling and took less than five minutes to prepare i love that no matter uh how little or how much time i have a healthy and delicious meal is always an option thanks to Daily Harvest. I'm obsessed with this company. Daily Harvest makes it easy to feel good about what I'm doing for myself, my family, and the planet. Go to dailyharvest.com slash chatty to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash chatty for up to 40 bucks off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash chatty. So to me, a new year is all about starting fresh and nothing feels more fresh, honestly, than my pits after some native deodorant. Okay, it's like it's been such a wonderful change in my personal hygiene. 
going natural using Native. I absolutely love it. Just a few small changes can really make a difference. If you need a place to start, Native's natural deodorant is the perfect product for you. It's free of aluminum, parabens, and sulfates, and it's cruelty-free. Native makes some of the best natural products out there, and oftentimes natural deodorants don't really deliver on their promise, so finding one that actually works is a big deal. Native is the real deal. I also love their body wash, leaves my skin feeling moisturized, and it comes in eight incredible scents. And speaking of incredible scents, Native's newest collection is in partnership with Baked by Melissa, who is this incredible cupcake baker. And oh my God, the scents are so good. You can uh, choose from scents like tie-dye vanilla cupcake, ginger lemonade cupcake, and my personal favorite, their fresh peach cupcake. Yum. It smells so good. I I honestly can't stop smelling my skin. That's how good these scents are, Broads. This year, up your personal hygiene routine with Native. Go to nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. Is it as good as, um? remember that dish soap that you wanted to rub all over your body when you were pregnant? I mean, that's a different kind of good. That was, that was like, I'm going to eat this soap type pregnant level. Oh, God, that was so good. I wish that you I missed, could smell could, that, that again. feeling. Yeah. Orgasmic and delicious. And I wonder if you got pregnant again, if you would feel the same way about it. I don't know. That would be really weird if I did. I have a feeling that if I ever got pregnant again, I'd have a very different pregnancy. But who knows? Well, Becca, <laughs> should we talk about the elephant in the room that we're not talking about Bachelor anymore? Let's talk about it. So, Broads, we told you um, on our last episode, the uh, Michelle finale episode, that we will not be recapping. In case you missed it. Clayton's season. Yeah. And um, also, I know people were like, oh, my God, how are you going to tease it, not explain it? I mean, I think we wanted to just be able to chat freely for yeah. like as much time as we wanted. Also, it just, just didn't feel right to talk about like on the finale and depth. Yeah, I also wanted to like, you know, I loved Michelle's season. There were so yeah. many good things to talk about the finale and I didn't want to have us like, you know. That's what I'm saying. Just, it wasn't the right time or yeah. place. I wanted to talk about Nate and Michelle and Brandon. Um, but we did want to, I mean, I think we also wanted to talk about it before. I mean, when this episode's coming out, it's the sixth, which I think Clayton's premiering before, like, I think it would have been confusing for people if we just, like, didn't release anything. Exactly. It would have been, like, so, you know, and we t- we did these re-releases because we took, like, you know, a week, two weeks off with our family. Um, but, yeah, Clayton season uh, will have aired once you are listening to this podcast. Yeah. So I think let's just get into, let's I think a lot of people it. are just, like, why? And first and foremost, at least for myself, I guess I can't speak for Jess, but this is not a... For me, any kind of like protest of Clayton. This is something that we had kind of been chatting back and forth about for a while. Mm-hmm. And then this seemed like a good opportunity to to take a little break. Dude, we have recapped. Have you done the math? No. I'll do the math real quick. But <laughs> we have like been going nonstop with Bachelor stuff for so long. Well, you know, in the past two years with COVID... They've, you know, there's extra seasons and all that. And I will say this. The conversation did start when we thought that Greg was going to be The Bachelor. Because both Beck and I agreed we would not, we were not comfortable. Yeah, I didn't want to fucking watch 12 weeks of his stupid face on the screen. <laughs> we did not, we did not feel comfortable recapping Greg's season. Because we we're like, we don't, don't think that he should be The Bachelor. Yeah. And um, I just like didn't want to watch it. No. And so, you know, the thing is. 
But then when we started talking about that, it was kind of like, okay. All of a sudden, the idea got thrown around, and Becca and I started to talk about it. And there's been, I think, in the past six months, just a lot of, like, emotional and personal transitions in mm. our lives a little bit. Um, I'll speak for myself on this one. I have felt like I loved Michelle's season, but I felt like because of all of the Bachelor recaps, I was starting to feel a little apathetic in my recapping. Totally, and I'm like, I don't feel like I'm putting out my best work right now. No, we've we, I I definitely did not feel that way. I felt, I felt like it was, I was begrudgingly like watching the show and then talking about it, which then, then there's this attitude, and as much as I was trying to work on it, it was just this attitude of like. For myself, I started like evaluating how I was feeling even just like after recapping and feeling like mm, like bitchy and grumpy and also just like icky in my stomach and like this feeling of spending this is just something I've been reevaluating in in just like my personal life in general like just thinking about how much time I personally was dedicating to just like shitting on people, even if it was deserved and something I've just been thinking about in social media entertainment in general. Like we, dude, we did it. I mean, I'm not saying this as if I did this years ago. Like this is very recent stuff and reevaluating like at what point is just talking about how shitty someone is productive and at what point is it just crap what point is it just crap that yeah. is not feeding into anyone's soul yeah i i was just like like i said i'm like i felt like i i was kind of apathetically recapping and i don't know like i feel like all of you broads have been with us through thick and thin like i feel like there is a sense of pride too in wanting to do a good job myself totally. and also for all of you listeners. Like I want to do my best and I want to I want to bring like joy and excitement and learning and all these things and do my best when I'm doing something and I feel like in some of the recent days I'm like I feel like I'm phoning it in and that doesn't feel like the right thing to be doing. Um and so when you and I started to talk about it and throw around this idea, here's the facts. To say I was nervous is an understatement. Like, I was shaking because this is going to sound, I don't want this to sound like pat on our backs-ish, but we are the number one Bachelor recap podcast statistically. I feel so weird even just like saying that, but that's where we get a lot of numbers that's consistently you consistent. know and we don't have mass and we're talking not having massive guests i mean let's be real yeah other podcasts can get the lead or their yes. runner up and they'll get big numbers on yes. that but we've been consistent in like our recaps and people really being invested in those and it means so much that people are invested in those and it means so much that people have supported this and the idea of being like this is a way that we make our bread and butter and 
we're it, it's doing well and the idea of stepping away from that even just for a time feels scary yeah and feels like this new like oh my god what if everything flops and everything like you know all the listeners are gone and then did we make this massive mistake and you know da 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 and that's what i was like grinding with for so long um but then just as i've been evaluating everything it was like but then i pair that with like the apathy or the yeah the apathy yeah. in it and it's like yeah at the end of the day we could take this this break and all the numbers could go away but if we're doing something that brings us joy and we're putting out our best work and something that we're proud of then that's okay. Well, and look, the something that I kept coming back to is like, we started this podcast. And I think it's like so important to remember this, to gr ground myself in this in so many other areas. Like we started this podcast with no expectations. Mm -hmm. And our only thing was to have fun mm -hmm. and to talk and to share that with people. And it got to the point for me at least with bachelor recaps where I wasn't having fun and I was dreading it and just in the ways that you and I have started doing um content for like the second episode of the week just kind of having fun and chatting has brought back so much more of that just fun for me yeah. and that feeling of when we first started doing the podcast and it's like I'm gonna get together and chat with one of my best friends about whatever comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And when we first started the podcast, you know, we had no intention of recapping. And then we did Colton season. And guess what? We were having fun. So much fun. We're having a blast. <laughs> yeah. And I think that it was just from that natural. That I mean, that's just then things just kind of like ballooned from there. So I am personally excited to get back to that feeling of like just having fun and like in when we've gotten to just record without bachelor recaps like i look forward to it i'm like oh i'm writing stuff down on my phone i'm like can't wait to ask jess about this oh i'm can't so excited to, to do it and then you come you come out of it feeling light and free and mm -hmm. excited not like weighed down and also not like not with the knowledge of like oh you gotta tell a story too and also not with the knowledge of like i just shit on someone for like an for an like, yeah, yeah, I was struggling with that too. I've been struggling with it. So uh, it's so funny because I had um, there's been a couple things like the, I, I read a book, I read you know classic four agreements, and there's this thing about like um, make sure your word is impeccable, and I've just like listened to that one chapter over and over again. Uh, because it's like your your words can create basically like heaven or hell. Like your words can destroy somebody, destroy your own life um, or the opposite. And so I was just really reflecting on that because I know that my most powerful thing about me is my voice. And I can use it to just fucking drill someone or any anything just like into the ground and just be bitchy and mean and bitter and whatever um and attention seeking or i can like empower and empower myself and anyway so anyway i was already i was already thinking about this stuff and then actually i was working with um uh my friend who does like some like personal training physical therapy stuff with me 
And she was like, dude, we were trying to figure out why like I couldn't activate my core, blah, 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 all this like workout stuff. And then she was like, your, your neck is like so tight. Like mm. she was like scraping out my neck and she was like, you're, well, part of it is just like from breastfeeding and like being a mom and like being on your phone all day, your like neck and shoulders get really tight. And, but then she was like scraping out the fascia in my neck. And I was like, I think this is also like, I think this is also like my, I don't do any chakra stuff, but I was like, I think this is like a th yeah. throat, throat chakra, chakra thing. Like I was like, I think this is like a spiritual thing tied up in a physical thing. And I was kind of sharing that with her. And then like that same week when Gray and I got into like a really big argument, just the tone of voice I'm using and the harshness. And so then that was convicting and validating. And then it was like the same weekend. This is only like a week ago. Same weekend I was talking to a friend and she was talking about a friend of hers um, who's like dating someone in Bachelor Nation. And the friend, uh, this might be kind of confusing, but basically the friend broke down to her because she knew that she was friends with me, whatever. And it was just like the things that they said on their podcast about him, like crushed me and like, I can't like I can't get it out of my head and mm -hmm. like it's bothered us so much and when I heard this by the way like the person is about to me I would never even and this is kind of like the whole fucked up thing of it it was not like it was not like even a, like a Greg person it was like to me a flip into side yeah didn't even think yeah. anything of it no which only to me validated how something that I thought of so flippantly didn't even think twice about saying really how much destruction someone. it could cause. Yeah. And granted, we're not emotional. We're not responsible for everyone's emotions. But still, it was in that moment, like the validation I needed of like, you got to be fucking careful about how you talk about people yeah. and the things that you say. Um, yeah. Anyway, and so The Bachelor talking about it had, had I think, gotten into... For me, like some toxic, toxic realms where it was mm -hmm. fueling toxic stuff from me. Yeah. That I don't want to do. Yeah. And so we're going to let the bros do it instead. <laughs> <laughs> and you know no, what? Like, They're going to do their own fucking thing. We're like, yeah, they'll watch it. Talk about it. Yeah. Who knows? Like um, if it'll be a, an hour <laughs> of them talking about it or 15 minutes every week. We don't know. The bros are going to be every week now, by the way. Oh, yeah. Celebration. We talked about their, they announced it on their own on one of their episodes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, thanks, guys. That was supposed to be our announcement. But you know what? It's your podcast now. But um, yeah, so the bros are going to be doing their thing and still talking about the show. They're going to be watching it. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, too, this conversation is active for you and I. Right. So it's like this is something that's like. You know, this is this is what right now what is right for us and it might not be right for us and it might be the fact that. There's been a season every five seconds for the past two years. And then it might be like, oh, we're ready to whatever. Or maybe we never will be. We don't know. This is an active moving conversation. Yeah. And so we made the active decision for this season to experiment and try this out and see how it goes. And, you know, I just want to say to thank you to all of the broads who have been there this entire time. I mean, like we have so many incredible listeners who have been through everything with us, like so many OG broads, but also people who maybe just started listening this season 
um, for like Michelle's season. And we hope that you will continue to stay and listen. You know, we hope that you'll enjoy this like new journey that we're going on. Yeah. Um, I am personally, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Like this is the truth of the matter. And mama might cry right now, but you know, during, during the pandemic, sorry, during the pandemic, you know, there was so, so much of us experienced loss. And so, you know, Evan, what he, his type of business is, and I know it's like great experience this too. Evan's business, it was gone for in, until somewhat recently now, again, with COVID, it's fucking gone. But for, for most of the time it was gone. And, um, so he couldn't work. Um, and, uh, it's not wasn't the type of work that you could do from home. It's stadiums, right? So it's like this. It wasn't an option. Um, and because of this podcast, like we were able to like very com- comfortably provide for the family, and it means so much to me. So thank you for starting this with me and believing in me as your friend. And we've been able to make this like so wonderful. And thank you so much to all the broads who have supported us through everything like it means so much and i'm so grateful for it and i'm i'm scared but i'm so excited to step into this because like you said in the past few months when we've started to shift some of our like second episodes of the week i am like experiencing so much joy from it that i was and creativity and right creativity, like- right and i was talking to you and then i was talking to evan and i was just like it's scary to start something new, especially like when you feel again, like you're like, oh, we're really successful in this in this lane. Right. right. Should we stick with it forever to make sure that it doesn't go away? Right. Like, right. And it's like this is this is this is a, a great way to have this security. And my personality type is like, hi, security. I'm going to fucking koala onto you. And then I think about that and I look at my family, for instance, who is all very wired that way. And they have their beautiful little nest egg, but they're not happy. Mm. And I'm like, I want to continue to do something that makes me feel alive and brings joy. And even if that means that it's not as successful or whatever, and even if that means I like, I really it's it, this is a transition and thank you for taking that leap with me, because... Well, you might cut to me in six months being like, I'm starting a Patreon, I need extra cash! No, but, but, it, but, I'm, but I'm grateful for that, because I, I needed a moment where it's like, you being then honest with me about how you felt, and like the destruction with the words and everything, it made me have to pause and really get real. And be like, what's the reality of this for me? And like I said, I might feel differently about it, in three months yeah. and be like, I've had a moment yeah. and now I'm good and we get back. But just the idea of taking a risk, even if the risk fucking lasts two months, I I don't take risks like this. But I want to and I want to do it with you and with the broads. And I have so I seriously like I have so much faith because I feel like right now we are being true to ourselves. Yes. And like, I feel joy. I've since we made that decision. <laughs> I feel joy when I wake up every morning. And when I saw the broads who were so sad, we yeah. weren't recapping. I did. I did feel sad. And I just want to say, I am really. I truly am so sorry if 
this was like a this was a tradition for you to listen to us every week. And I know I've had my own like some of my favorite podcasts that stop doing certain things, and it sucks. It's a bummer. And I am so sorry if that's bummed out anybody. Like tr- I truly am. Um, you'll have the bros. <laughs> we got two black girls, one rose. Unpaid emotional labor. We yeah, got, we got so many. There's so many. I wear my game of roses sweatshirt. <laughs> there's so many amazing podcasts. Um, but you know. I, I didn't want to, you know, I did want to acknowledge that for anyone who's bummed. And I just want to say thank you so much for for loving us and for listening every week. And if you just listen for our recaps and you're like, I'm not listening anymore, totally get it. We hope you stick around because when I say that we have some exciting, fun things up our sleeves, I mean it. I think what's fun is that and also thank you so much to the people who I was really blown away by the amount of support of people saying like sweet dude and I, <laughs> that to me I was like yes because there are some people that were like cool I'm with it I don't know if I you know it was just that to me was exciting because then I also felt like I also felt like all right it's cool that we're on the same page with some of our listeners too yeah that was a cool feeling to me be like all right this isn't just like a total shot in the dark like there are other people who are like I'm I'm down with talking about other stuff and that made me really excited. And I also just love it because the spirit of this podcast has always been like flying by the seat of our pants and changing our mind and like doing whatever works. And, we're two air signs. What can I say? <laughs> and that, honestly, that's what's this year. And so even when we're talking about like cool shit, we're not even really sure exactly what some of that's going to look like. But I mean, I don't know. I think that that's exciting because it's I think we've always been like in to a certain degree, like collaborative. Mm hmm with the broads and each other and mm-hmm. just kind of like feeling feeling it out and that's that to that gets me really excited yeah. and really because then it's like the possibilities are endless yeah and i like i like i said a couple episodes ago before like one of the re-releases you know my new year's resolution is adventure and risk mm-hmm. and i've been feeling that so deep and i'm like i am so ready to like try new things and i'm so ready to pursue exciting I'm just I'm so excited to journey this year and try some wild shit and have fun and talk with the broads about it like I'm ready to get really like I feel like I've been pretty vulnerable on this podcast I'm ready to just kind of bear it all in the midst of me trying new things in my life there's a lot of personal things that are shifting I want to try like real life adventure things like I'm just so excited and I think there's like a lot of sides of you that and same with, th- I think on a podcast, just with the way, I don't know, I feel like there's only so many sides that can come out and I'm excited to like also have you share a yeah. different side of yourself. I can't wait for all of you to get to know my really bitchy side. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I was like, yeah, wait until, just like how Jess screams at me on the phone when we have our weekly <laughs> and meetings and like I'm just quivers. like aberrated. No, just kidding. But okay, pick a. Oh my card. god, am I gonna tarot okay. my ass? So yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So your first card that you're gonna pick, which you can kind of like slide, just pick just pick the first card that comes to you and flop it down the uh yeah, and whatever way it faces towards you is the way it is. First one that speaks to you, that's 2021. Flip it over. And you have whoa. Oh my god. Okay, guys. I don't know if you could see this. This is the eight of yeah, you got an eight too. I got two eights. What, if you get another eight, I'm going to be That's tripped That's going to be really fucking gotta weird. you got to look up numerology now. <laughs> um, this is the eight of swords. And it is a 
Okay, this is crazy. I feel like I'm, I feel like I, I don't even know the meaning of this. all over my okay. body right now. It is a woman tied up, bound, blindfolded with these swords around her. And she's in this like, I don't know, deserty, watery place in with a what looks like a, a like tower and castle and city in the distance. And it's gray and bleak. And it was facing towards you. Okay, so that's your, that's your 2021 she card. She is blindfolded Should we do the reading bound. before you pick your second one? Pick your second one? Should sure. we just read this one first? Okay. Sure. The yeah. fact that she's bound up. Oh my gosh. I... Okay. Eight of Swords. Thank you, BiddyTarot.com for these. Thank you, Biddy. Biddy Tarot is awesome, by the way, if you guys want to get into tarot. I don't know anything about tarot. I just pick cards and then Google what the meaning is. Okay. <laughs> Upright means negative thoughts, self-imposed restriction, imprisonment, victim mentality. Okay. <laughs> wow, I just got red to the ground. <laughs> oh my. Okay. 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 Oh my. Okay. All right. Buckle up here, sister. But the good thing is it's in the past. It's 2021. I feel the movement forward, baby. I feel the movement Here, forward. Look at it, reflect on it. The Eight of Swords reveals that you feel trapped and restricted by your circumstances. You believe your options are limited with no clear path out. You might be in an unfulfilling job, a bad relationship, a significant amount of debt, or a situation out of alignment with your inner being. You're now trapped between a rock and a hard place with no resolution available. However, take note that the woman in the card is not entirely imprisoned by the Eight Swords around her, and if she wanted to escape, she could. She merely needs to remove the blindfold and free herself from the self-imposed bindings that hold her back. Holy shit! When the Eight of Swords appears in a tarot reading, it comes as a warning that your thoughts and beliefs are no longer serving you. You're overthinking things, creative negative patterns, and limiting yourself by only considering worst case scenario. Holy shit. The more you think about the situation, the more you feel stuck and without any options. It's time to get out of your head and let go of those thoughts and beliefs holding you back. As you change your thoughts, you change your reality. Replace negative thoughts with positive ones. You will start to create a more favorable favorable situation for yourself. The Eight of Swords assures you there's a way out of your current predicament. You just need a new perspective. You have the resources you need. It's up to you to use those resources in a way that serves you. Others may be offering help or there may be an alternative solution you haven't fully explored. Be open to finding the answer rather than getting stuck on the problem. Eight of Swords is often associated with victim mentality. You surrendered your power to an external entity, allowing yourself to become trapped and limited in some way. You may feel that it isn't ABC. your fault. <laughs> ABC is the and external God. power. And God. Um, you may feel it isn't your fault. You may have been placed here against your will. You may feel like the victim waiting to be rescued. But is this energy serving you? If not, it's imperative you take back your power and personal accountability and open your eyes to the options in front of you. The fact is you do have choices, even if you do not like them. You are not powerless. At times, the Eight of Swords indicates that you are confused about whether you should stay or go, particularly if you're in a challenging situation. It's not as clear-cut as you would like. It makes the decision very difficult. You have one foot in, hoping things can work out, but your other foot is out the door, ready to leave. The trouble is that you worry either option could lead to negative consequences, and so you remain stuck where you are. Again, this card is asking you to get out of your head. Drop down into your gut and your intuition so you can hear your inner guidance. Your thoughts are not serving you right now, but your intuition is. Trust yourself. Well, I would say that that's pretty on the money. Wow. This is everything. Because this is this is the truth. The truth of the matter is this. I have been given my dream. Mm. 
my dream is to have a healthy working business with a best friend Mm -hmm. to be able to talk for a living. This is always what I really wanted to do. And to have like, have like cultivated listeners who, like you were saying, when you're like, we're all relating to each other and there's family. And I've learned so much from like so much growth in the past few years. It is my absolute dream and I treasure it. Mm -hmm. But there's been that feeling again when a, a new season got put out every three seconds and it was like, this is becoming, this is becoming more like, a chore, which yes, granted, I know it's a job, so there is a, job a thing. Is a job. You but show but up. but because this is something that it's like we intend we intended it for like joy and creativity, and then we were blessed to have it grow bigger than that. Like I'm like I need to go back to the source of again, like you said, why we started it mm-hmm. and the joy that it brought because mm-hmm. I, it, I love it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone's just like, oh my gosh, what do you do for work? I'm so proud of what I do. Mm-hmm. And I've be- been holding myself back because I've felt nervous about taking risks. I feel scared. I'm a, I'm a, I've always been so fucking fearful in everything in my life. Everything. That's why I would stay in relationships. Not Evans, by the way. <laughs> but but like in my life, like re- friendships, relationships, everything. I'm so fearful. Mm. But I've finally been given this gift where it's like this job that I adore. But then there's these pieces where I'm holding myself back. I'm not going to mm. do it anymore. Out of your head and into your gut. I read this thing. So (gasps) when I was sick, I was like (laughs) spiraling certain nights where I was like laying up awake and I'd be like, my God, people know that I'm out of town. Like what if someone's like stalking me and is like, and I would start to get, and I'm like, start to like go down the rabbit hole. And then I was at one point, I was like, should I call my neighbor and have her husband come over and like walk around the house? Like what if someone's stalking me? And then I read this thing. I Googled. (laughs) Sometimes I forget, you know, like. And I love when I do this. It, it, it amuses myself. Like one time I had a, con- had a ha- hard conversation with my mom and I Googled like how to have a difficult emotional conversation. <laughs> we love And Google. I got so many tools from it. <laughs> I, know, so I, just, I love Googling like that sometimes. Like, you know, big problems. It's very like, helpful. What does Google have to say? So I Googled like how do I know the difference between my intuition and paranoia? And Dr. Google told me or someone on Quora or whatever, was like, intuition is like a small, peaceful, quiet voice telling you, you know, mm-hmm. maybe this, go this direction, or, you know, don't do this or whatever. Peaceful, still. Paranoia goes, well, if this, then this, then this, then this, mm, then this, the then spiral. this. And it, hearing that, changed so much for me in the last month and to be like yeah am I going down this what if or is this a still voice saying hmm Mm. maybe you know Mm. and I felt like for the bachelor stuff for me was like at first because I I I am a very very much a uh non-committal quitter type person where I'm like I don't like doing this this is stupid I'm over it you know like I don't fucking care what the consequences are I'll deal with it like I'm so bad at that I'm trying to get so much better and so for a little while I was I was thinking that with The Bachelor you know I I think this is just me getting a little Mm -hmm. burnt out I just want to quit and then I sat with it and I was like you know there's it was it, it was in my belly this feeling this twinge 
And I'm, anyway, I'm so glad that we're following that. And I think it was in you too. Like, it was we in me. Feeling but it. you know what? I'll tell you what. I, I felt the difference between when you shifted from mm. the first to then the intuition. Because when you and I would, again, have personal conversations like off air when like, you know, we were before we even shifted to doing the like day after recording, mm -hmm. that was very wonderful and helpful mm -hmm. for us because we were recording. That shifted a lot. That changed a lot and helped a lot because we were recording like crazy late nights and we have the kids and our family, you know, so it was and awful. It was it was it was hard, you know, it was it was really tiring. Um and so then when you're tired and then you're critiquing people, like it's hard not to be salty and like, you know, or like pro having processed, you know, whatever. So that was helpful. But then when we have be having those conversations, I could tell you were frustrated and it'd be like, I feel like I'm done with this, whatever. And I could tell it was frustration. And then one day you called me and <laughs> she, she threw her, her phone, phone earlier. Like, we need to do ads soon. I need this back. <laughs> um, but you called me and you and I had talked about the whole Greg thing yeah, yeah, and like yeah. we weren't comfortable and what we were going to do if that happened. And then you, or you sent me a voice memo and you were like, I just want to tell you, I knew you said it. You're awesome. like, I'm nervous. I'm so nervous saying this. You're like, I'm nervous saying <laughs> it. And you were like, I don't think that I'm in a space where I feel comfortable right now doing Clayton's season. I need a pause. And you gave, you know, the reasons why and then you were like, I love you. And I know that this is what I'm processing, but I've had so much fun just like spending time doing what we feel passionate about. And you were even so encouraging where you were just like, if you want to start a Patreon to, to recap, like I love and support you. And it was just, and it was felt so intuitive. And now before, this, yeah, before I was afraid of being trapped, right? That my right. paranoia was being trapped and what if, what if, what if? Yeah. And I, but it was a, it was a very clear difference. And you sent that to me. And the second I heard it, my body like lit up mm. in a positive way. And like my intuition was like screaming. And I was like, yes, I also am not in a space where I want to do Clayton season. I want to explore new creative avenues with you. I was so psyched. So happy. I it was, was like, great. We were, it was, was like, like yes. but it was like intuition connecting and it was then intuition. Yes. And yes. it wasn't fear. It wasn't fear of being trapped. It wasn't fear of, you know, what if the numbers go down? There wasn't, the fear was released all of a sudden oh, when we had just, that conversation. I, I was just thinking, especially in a partnership, sometimes like you, and it's difficult in whether it's a romantic relationship or a business partnership, you do sometimes have to wait until you're both on the same page with certain totally. things. And that is what's so hard with any kind of relationship, especially mm -hmm. when you're, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's so interesting just like having this partnership with you in so many ways. It's like a romantic relationship because you're like paired intimately. Uh -huh. Like, uh -huh. you're, I don't know how to, else to describe it. It's like a, it's not like a normal friendship. It's like you're, you are paired intimately. And so there's a lot of difficulty well, in that that comes with all of it's the a marriage. Pies. It's a marriage minus the sex and romance right. part, but plus money. But but that's a marriage, right? Right, right, it's right. So you're com you have no. But what, what I think of in, instead of like sex and procreation, yeah, it's creative production and like and like you know financial stuff. So it's yes. like to me, it's like you're still procreating that's and like true. It's making true. sparks in a different way in terms mm -hmm. of like your 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 creativity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so I'm like to me, it's, it's like it mar is. still a marriage. It is a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like there's time where, like you said, you just have to wait to be on the same page in partnership. And 
for better or for worse. Yeah. We got this, baby. All right, 2022 cards. 2022. Pick it, pick it, okay. Pick. Okay. Before I, before I do my next, I'm my so 2022 card. What so if excited. it? What if it is a the, a, the worst card? I, ever? No, I bet it's gonna be like. No, but even if it's like death, then it's like you know that means that's like rebirth. You know, never a bad card. That's true. It's never a bad card. There's always a different no. perspective. That's very true. You're gonna get like the world is gonna be like it's the, card the same card as the yeah. last one I pulled. <laughs> Not possible. It's like somehow there's been another one in the Someone deck, else and I was just like, up with like a different like, sword. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, Rods, listen, in the past year or so, I have gotten into wine. I mean, like, I've always been into wine, but was pretty surface level. I've had my few whites that I could always count on in the summer. I had a small rotation of rosés that never failed, and that was really it. I always knew there was so much more to discover in the world of wine, to, like, savor, but figuring out where to start was the hardest part. There are so many options to choose from. I needed help navigating everything, and that is why I signed up for First Leaf Wine Club. First Leaf is unlike any other wine club because it is specific to your unique taste and it evol evolves as you figure out what you like and what you don't like. And you're going to start by taking a quick five-minute quiz that helps First Leaf understand your tastes and start to create your custom profile. Then they'll use that information to create your wine shipment. And with each delivery, you get to rate and give feedback on each bottle you receive. And so the more feedback you give, the more personalized your shipments become. And if you get a wine you don't love, First Leaf will give you a credit towards your next shipment. It's a no-stress, hassle-free way to test new wines and learn more about what you like and don't like along the way. I have been able to discover so many new favorites thanks to First Leaf. Celebrate your special firsts and the moments that count with First Leaf, the wine club designed to help you discover new wines you'll love, personalized to your taste, and delivered to your door. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. So go to tryfirstleaf.com com slash chatty that's tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty for six bottles of wine for 29.95 with free shipping here's to firsts may you enjoy them with the people you love from the first sip to the last tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty okay so i want to sing the praises of this next sponsor like hands down mm. this company has been literally saving my life the past six months okay i've been trying to you know, eat a little more clean and those mm -hmm. things part of my New Year's resolution, mm -hmm. getting those good snacks for my family. But I feel like I'm then bouncing around from like one organic grocery store to the next. Oh. And then, by the way, a lot of people I, I happen to live in an area where I'm next to, you know, a grocery store like that. And a lot of people aren't. Oh, yeah. There is a way to get all those types of foods and with great deals. And that's Thrive Market. Yes. Obsessed. Thrive Market's the online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable and accessible for everyone. Yes. Thrive literally has everything. That is not an exaggeration. On the site, you're going to find everything from clean beauty and home products to organic animal products, even snacks. And if you have specific dietary values you follow, maybe you've got a kid with an allergy I have a peanut allergy. Finding products that work for you and your family is so simple. You can shop Thrive using over 90 different filters like zero waste, gluten-free, so many more. So many filter options. Um, over the holiday break, I planned a cozy movie day with Ember and we went on to Thrive Market a few days before and picked out all the essentials for a day of snuggled up on the couchness. Um, of course, our number one priority was hot chocolate, candy canes, all that. But we also got so many other yummy snacks and it was at our door in no time. The shipments are quick and it was a perfect addition to our day together. And like I said, too, you can get amazing deals on Thrive that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Can your grocery store do that? Now it can when you go to thrivemarket.com slash chatty. Join today to get 40% off your first order. So 
you know, make a big order and you get a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash chatty to get 40% off your first order and a free gift. And the free gifts are good, too. They're always giving me, like, good supplements. Oh. I'm like, oh, all right. No, the free gifts always are amazing. A <laughs> bottle of ashwagandha? Okay. Like, Dang, all right. I'm in. <laughs> Thrivemarket.com slash chatty. I wanted to say, too, a massive shout out to our broads. You know, we work with, like, all these different sponsors and we work with an ad agency and all that this is the fact of the matter first of all we try to always pick sponsors that we use um but we always hear from ad agencies that it's like your listeners support you all and that means everything like that's that's the biggest some people's audience everyone hates them (laughs) (laughs) we're really lucky it's only a small percentage (laughs) we only have a small percentage of hate But like, you know, like remembering to use our codes and stuff like so many people do that. And that's like that. That means so much. And we hear it from ad agencies where they're like, wow, you all have like an amazing group of listeners who like use your codes and all that. And it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It means everything. Guys, also. Which reminds me. Did you know? Did we did we say that we were uh, nominated for two iHeart? No, we haven't announced that. Jess and I have been pining, pining. For an invite to a goddamn award show for a red years carpet, now. A red carpet. Well, hopefully with the Omicron, we get to go. Yeah, it's uh, it was supposed to be happening <laughs> January 13th, and it's now been moved to February 3rd. So we hope that we're able to do an in-person, please, everybody cross your fingers, so that we can report back. And get outfits. And get outfits, because we also want to let you know, like... Should we have... Wh- what's his name? Stylist? Oh, Carrie? <laughs> We're like, we're not recapping Clayton's season, but Carrie we will, will be, be yes, we will be continuing the narrative through Carrie styling us with the chandelier earrings mm-hmm. and a lot of sequins. Um, no, we are in, we are in a, um, a situation where uh, we are nominated. Oh, this is so funny. We're nominated for best TV and film podcast. <laughs> Interesting. Time. Um, but we're like alongside uh, Conan O'Brien and the crew from Smartless, which is Jason Bateman and Sean yeah. Hayes and Will Arn. I mean, Hopefully I we get seated at a table with them. If we get seated at a table, do you think we they'll will, be there? Do you think they're like too big time to I go? No, the, the office ladies too. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! Like I just, I'm just praying that they're there and we can have it in person so that we can keep our ear to the ground and we can report back all the tales because you know I'll intentionally try to do something that's gonna, you know. Make it exciting. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Throw out some sort of topic at the table to make everyone feel a little uncomfortable and just see what happens. Do you think that they go to the... Is is that like big enough red carpet? I know that the iHeart, the last few, like the year before, Will Ferrell hosted it. I'm trying. I'm just trying not to get my hopes up, you know? I know. I'm trying to keep it like pretty low key so that I'm not like panicking if it's not in person. Oh, man. Fingers crossed. But I'm so excited and it's so cool. I know. Um, it means so much. I think you can vote. I just looked at it and saw and I'm like, I don't know if the voting is over and we didn't ask anyone I to think vote. it was only it was voting for initially getting nominated, I think, or something. Okay. But they have like it's like the Oscars. It's like it's, it's, it's like, like the, the Oscars. Oscars. <laughs> what can I say? No, I mean, like only uh, chosen people get to vote. OK, got it. Where it's like people who are part of like the iHeart Academy. Yeah, the, exactly. Exactly. I think that's so that they don't have, you know, it's you just know, like, it's like Carson Daly votes, Snooki votes, you know, just like the iHeart family, the Vanderpump cast votes. I think that way it's not a popularity contest, even Got though it. it still is. But, you know. But I can't even believe it. Yes, bitch. That's <laughs> us. We did that. 
Yes. And then we not. also got nominated for we got nominated for two. We also got nominated for best ad read. Which is okay. a- apparently okay. one of the ones that, that is coveted. The coveted, which made me just it's just blushing and just means if so we much. Win one, oh my god. Do you know how long my thank you speech is gonna be? My <laughs> acceptance speech, they're gonna be like you weren't supposed to say more than two seconds. You're gonna try to talk and I'll be like, and another person I would like to thank. It's my family who never believed in me. I'm looking at all of you. Mom, dad, you'll never <laughs> see this because you're not tuning in virtually, but of course you're not watching. Uh, I I said you the link but i know you're not there and this is for you thank you i actually will send it to my parents and then maybe they'll watch it and they'll be like wait these are famous people alongside them i already still won't care it's the only thing that i like told my family over the holiday is that i'm like guess what we got nominated for this and they were like cool and then I'm like, also They're like, I heart what Conan what and Rob Lowe or in the whatever all these people in the, in the category and they were like very cool and I'm like okay. <laughs> that's just cool very cool. Maybe one Great. day you will love me and be proud of me. Probably only if it's like with a famous pastor. So I'm working on that, you know. <laughs> right. That's going to be that's going to be when it counts. <sighs> the Spirit Awards. <laughs> no, for real. It's literally they're like, well, if Rick Warren gives you an award, if you get most godly, then. <laughs> yeah, what if we told them we were nominated as, uh, alongside Beth? Um, what's her Beth name? Beth Moore. Beth Moore. <laughs> then it would be like, wow, I'm so proud that would be it. We beat Beth Moore, and then my mom would just be disappointed. <laughs> okay. She'd be like, well, you shouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> your content is not as it good. It is not appropriate. All right. Okay, pick your other card. Pick your other card. Okay, this is the 2022 Woo! card. No pressure. Oh, man. I'm so excited. I felt this one. You I felt it? it? Yeah. Oh, my God. <gasps> it's beautiful. It's so is that an eight? No, no, it's not. It's ten. It's a ten. Okay. <laughs> Get your Roman numerals. <gasps> it's the ten of cups. This is looks like to me looks like wealth and happiness and prosperity with your family dancing around under a rainbow. Oh my god, it's such a beautiful card. It's true happiness. It, look at you guys. You're like. Wealth, abundance. We're reaching out to the sky. Yeah. All right, let's a, look it up. There's a rainbow over us. Damn. Why did I look? Let me just show you what my card there's is. There's a home quick. in the distance and a river. It looks like our land. <laughs> We're moving to Montana. <laughs> look at my picture in comparison to yours. This is my this because I, I got cups too. I got the eight you of got cups. cups. Yeah, I got cups. Yes. Oh, that's strange. And actually, no, I didn't get swords. Never mind. Look, so I got cups, but look at mine. I am like the, I am, I am wandering off into the mountains. This is a very romantic picture to me, though. It is. I like it. It's very romantic. I like that I'm being called to isolation Broads, to be my monk self. Okay. We'll post all of these on yeah, our yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. so that you oh, can yeah, like see that. them. Like that. Okay, okay, okay. Ten of cups meaning. Yeah, it's literally going to be like, your life is going to be the happiest thing in the world. It's like, <laughs> Becca, go off to the hills and fucking find yourself, bitch. Good luck. All right. <laughs> literally. I hate you. No, I don't. I'm <laughs> happy for it? you. Divine love, bliss, harmony, and alignment. I want to cry. Hold on. Let me just just because I'm a miserly bitch. Let me read the. <laughs> let me read the. Let me read the words for mine. Disappointment. Oh my. Abandonment. Withdrawal. Escapism. Those were the words for your for your 2022. Yeah, but I'm staying positive. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. <laughs> Maybe those are the 
in a positive way, right? Like disappointment in a positive way. Like you thought you wanted something and you feel disappointed, but it actually is the right thing. Well, actually, it sort of is like that where it's like, it's like, it's like the thing that you thought you wanted all along isn't providing you with the satisfaction that you thought it would. So you have to a bit well, leave it behind. Well, let's be real. Maybe that's The Bachelor. Yeah, I don't think that's it. But this is where it all it's started, really. It's my theme really. the whole year. I'm not, I'm not, I'm staying positive with it. Okay. Everything is growth, right? Everything is growth. <laughs> Just <laughs> trembling. <laughs> one single tear. <laughs> No, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> On the Ten of Cups, a loving couple stands together, arms outstretched as their two children play nearby. Two children. Okay. They look towards their home on the hill in a beautiful, <laughs> <I reject> this <laughs> card. <laughs> a beautiful rainbow. And this guy's full of ten cups. Uh, there's love and they have everything that they could wish for. The home, the kids, and most importantly, fulfilling love. They share this bond with the people around them. The family home symbolizes stability and comfort while the grassy hills signify fertility and the river marks flow of emotion. The rainbow signals the end of difficult times and is a sign from the divine that everything will be okay. That's nice. Okay. The Ten of Cups embodies happiness, joy, and emotional contentment, particularly in your relationships and family. You've created an abundance of love and happiness in your life and you now share this love with others, expanding your heart even more. This card often appears when you're surrounded by loved ones with whom you share a powerful and deep connection. You appreciate and support one another and together you help each other reach your highest potential. It brings you so much joy to see your loved ones succeed and live happy lives. The Ten of Cups is the happy family card suggesting that your family relationships are harmonious and loving right now. No one is fighting or causing any tension. All family members are getting along with each other and sharing in the love and happiness that surrounds you. That's big. And also interesting. That's You brought up something a little earlier. Yeah, that's huge. Also, the last time that I got a reading from Jessica Lanyato two years ago, she was like, prepare for a massive family shift with turmoil. And it was so. And it's now actually starting to finally like. Time for the rainbow, bitch. Time for the fucking rainbow. This card may appear in a reading when you're spending more time with family, which we were just talking about, perhaps on a holiday reunion or event where you can rest and relax, creating fun and happy family memories and strong bonds. The Ten of Cups is a positive card for romantic relationships, too, and may indicate either a new and blissful relationship or a long-term commitment, such as a <laughs> <laughs> such as an engagement marriage or starting a family together. You share an everlasting love, and you may believe that you are soulmates destined to be with one another. Oh, is that my new boyfriend, yeah, or is that is it this Evan continued? That's my that big new question. Starting? When the Ten of Cups pops up in a tarot reading, you have a sense of wholeness, completion, and alignment in your relationships with others. You're experiencing a state of peace, harmony, and love where your dreams and wishes have come true. Take a moment to step back and appreciate everything you've accomplished. You created a life of connection and bliss by following your heart and trusting your intuition, specifically. Oh my that. God. Ten of Cups encourages you to f- encourages you to follow your heart and trust your intuition to lead you to the opportunities aligned with your highest good. Your feelings and emotions will guide you. When something feels fantastic, do more of it. When something doesn't feel right, do less of it. Allow your this inner is what guidance. has been telling me to do this whole time. Allow your inner guidance <laughs> to lead the way. Seek out opportunities that fulfill you and align you with your personal values instead of following the path that others expect you to take. That was great. I cannot believe I have chills all over my body. That is so good. That's oh, beautiful. Wow, that is so beautiful. Oh my God. I can't hate you for that. It's just lovely. 
I'll be, I also just like that idea of like a place of rest. Like, okay. That's what I've been Relax. that's what I've been looking for too for so many years. I feel like every time I've gotten this style of tarot done, by the way, where there's two cards and it's like, you know, your past and then your future or whatever. It's never, this is maybe my first ever, like, one, the most positive one where it was like, all right, it's what what's in front of you isn't you isn't requiring you to climb an emotional hill or go through an emotional valley. Like the idea, but I also put that on myself. Yeah. That's a lot of my own past trauma that mm. I just do this to myself constantly. And I have the opportunity to embrace. Like I said, this is, this is like my dream job. I have the opportunity to just embrace and love every moment of like this massive gift instead of stressing about this and that. And what if this doesn't come out on time? And what if, and what if this is a problem? Da, 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 da. It's like, no, Why it's shouldn't time to be you grateful for life? you. Mm. Be grateful for our, our listeners, our family, what we get to do. It's so yes. good. It's yes. so good. Aligning. <laughs> Aligning. And. We're just gonna have to, yeah. I was gonna like, we're gonna have to really dive deeper into um yours because I do, you know, bro. Mine, yeah, mine's just fucking sad. No, it's not really sad. I I don't know. I don't think (sighs) mine just says you may feel compelled to walk away from a disappointing situation. It could mean a relationship, a job, a career path, a creative project that was once a great source of happiness, but now only brings you pain. You've invested yourself emotionally, but now despite your best efforts are disappointed. It hasn't turned out the way you expected it. Now the only choice is to put it behind you and move on with your life, even if it brings you sadness as you say goodbye. So with that, guys, I'm leaving the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, you cut to <laughs> me. It's literally, it's just me. And I'm just staring into the camera alone every week. And there's and there's one listener. And I'm just like, here we are. Chatty Broads with Beckon. Remember your rainbow card? Like trembling, just trying to remember my tarot. And Jess. Uh, no, but it's interesting. It says suggests something is missing, particularly on an emotional, spiritual level. Instead of waiting around for things to get better, I need to leave an unfilling situation. That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, we're going to figure that out this <laughs> we're year. We're going to get to the bottom. I'm, I'm kind of joking, but not really. I don't really get too nervous about that stuff. Because like even when I had like bad years or like hard years, a lot of times I didn't even feel like they were hard until I stepped out of it and looked back on it and was like, well, that was a lot. Yeah. yeah. But I feel positive. I feel like a lot of stuff is, it's all, it's all for better alignment and I don't know. It's all good. Also, we're recording an episode right after this with Craig for Tuesday. And I think I'm going to do this for Craig as well and make him pick two cards. Yes, you need to. Broads, listen, we knew we knew he pulled the rug out from under you with like the no Clayton season. So we thought we put another a warm blanket of comfort. Rainbow. Rainbow, a warm blanket of comfort <laughs> over you and, rainbow. F- and familiarity by having our first episode with Craig on our Tuesday, you know, the second Tuesday that would have been Bachelor. We're going to have Craig instead. And we yeah. all know. And we're going to be talking to Craig oh about my God. newness and talking to Craig about what's going on in his life. The, in his personal life. In his personal life. Just, you know, again, oh, I'm so excited. Vul- we're going to have we're going to have some vulnerable conversations. We're going to have some open conversations here. This is what this is what we're going for. And how um, fun. I, I'm. I'm just so excited. Broads. Me too. I, I, I'm just so glad we're not recapping Clayton's I'm, night one I'm right very, now. <laughs> I'm very glad. And I know that Evan's probably watching the episode right now preparing for it. But I will say <sighs> this. We are in talks about, because you know we can't fully stay away. And we're going to be 
listening to the bros talk about their opinions about Clayton, that we are in talks with at the end of the season doing a live podcast. Yeah. To give you all of our uncensored thoughts about Clayton. And I also like that idea because then I realistically only have to read the clickbait and watch the final two episodes there and then go. posture Easy. about everything else. That's exactly what we're looking for. No, but we actually had this fun idea too, which I really like the idea of, and I just remembered it and we had kind of forgotten. I like the idea of us looking over the cast yeah. and doing like, each of us literally doing like 10 second things and then playing back that on the live about some yeah. of the main characters. We'll do that. We like won't, we we won't watch them. the episodes yet yeah. and we'll go over the cast, like a mini cast bio yeah. from all of us. Extremely we'll, quick. We'll release that on the live episode and then you're going to get all of our, our final takes on what I'm sure is to be a wild ride of a Pilot Pete style season from our Bachelor Clayton. One can hope. One can hope. And while the bros are recapping that and you're preparing for our live show, um... Stay tuned. We've got some exciting episodes coming up that I'm really looking forward to. And my commitment to all of you that I'm going to adventure in my life and y'all are going to hear about it because Becca and I weren't even able to talk about some of the stuff that I was hoping to that there's already been some some uh, some interesting shit forming. And I would like to talk to you in our next episode alone about a few really important things. One of those being... The age-old question, how much are you willing to compromise for a relationship? Because going through that one right now. Juicy! Juicy! <laughs> and with that, Broads, <laughs> we love you teaser. all so much. Thank you so much for being with us, for sticking with us, for supporting us for all of these years, and for joining us on this new path of growth. Here's to 2022. Yes, yes, yes. Here's Only do what it. you want forever. Only do what you want forever. Selfish, selfish, <laughs> selfish, 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 selfish. Chat soon. Chat soon, broads. We're really back, bitches. <laughs>